Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Live Proud, Live Free podcast. Uh, my name's Mel. I'm going to be asking some questions for today uh, on behalf of uh, Sangaban and the Live Proud, Live Free steering group. Uh, we've invited Helen Dawson onto the podcast today um, to share her story um, around growing up and work experiences as a member of the LGBTQ plus community. So without further ado, Helen, would you like to introduce yourself for us? Yeah. Hi, my name's Helen Dawson. Um, I've worked for Dewson for just short of 18 years. Um, I still haven't got a medal, may I add. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, I work as the National Tool Eye Centre Manager uh, and quite honestly, I quite enjoy it. What has been your experience of working um, at Sangaban uh, as a member of the LGBTQ plus community? Oh, after 18 years, it's really changed. It really has. Um, my personal experience, I would say in general, has been really good from starting 18 years ago. I've had one or two incidents, which, you know, have not been a good experience, but in general, it's been quite a positive experience, um, purely as well through the people that I work with. You know, I've had a few instances of, um, should I say, someone taking the mickey or having a dig. Um, but I think after so long at my age, you tend to um, just, it's like water off a duck's back to me these days. It's, I've learned to live with it since being a little kid. So it just, that's how it is. You mentioned there that you think it's changed in, in recent years. Is there anything, uh, what kind of feeling did you have prior and now more recently? Have, have your feelings changed in response to the business changing a little bit? I think it's not just the business, but in the wider community, the world's moved on. Mm. It's, it's like the world has changed, you know. We're not them people or them you know, they're not normal. We're not them weirdos living down the street anymore. Um, we're still people at the end of the day, and it's recognising that we're all different. And I think that's what's changed, not just in the workplace, but the whole world's starting to move on. And, and it's been a massive change from when I was a teenager and growing up in the 70s. You know, wow, <laughs> that's what I've noticed. But Sangabang now has changed a lot, raising awareness, you know, on cultural issues as well as um lbgtq plus issues as well and i think that's good as a business to embrace how the world's changing do you think it's important for us uh, to talk about diversity and in particular our community at sangaban no business every business relies on people and if you don't, I suppose if I use it in our small little team at the National Tool Eye Centre, we will talk about any subject, you know, um, obviously appropriate when we're on telephones and things like that. But we're a small team. And if a member of staff's feeling down or they've had an issue at home, they can come in here and talk about it. It's just the same for LBGTQ plus that. It's a safe environment where you can come into work. Let's face it, we spend most of our lives at work. So as a business, it's really important 
for us to have that sort of culture where we can come into work and say, you know, I've had a rough few days. And that their people matter, so it's important for any business. What point in your life did you realise that you were a part of the LGBTQ plus community? Well, I was very young, I can say. And I've looked it up to see when this TV programme was on the telly. So it was between 1979 and 1981. And Linda Carter, hot pants, Wonder Woman. She <laughs> had a lot to answer for as that lady. <laughs> it were nearly Charlie's Angels, but Linda Carter just swung it. Yeah, she swung it. Do you think that people's interactions with you change once they're... Uh, aware or you've maybe told somebody that you're a part of the community? I think I'm more oblivious to it now so don't go looking for it. Like I say, um, it's taken me a lot of years to be, first of all you've got to like yourself and be comfortable with yourself and get to know yourself and it's taken me a lot of years. I think sometimes when I look back it was hard for me but I think it's hard for a lot of us in the community, especially older end Growing up now, oh, I'd love to live now. It'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> but yes, I mean, from outside of work, I can walk into a pub. I did look it up. I, I know I'm gender non-conforming with the clothes I wear as well. So I can walk into a pub and you have the stairs of curiosity and you have the stairs of men puffing the chests out at you as if you're a threat to them. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, that, I know that looked really well. I've, I've dealt with that all my life. To women, oof, don't want to stand near her in case she fancies me. Well, sorry, love, you know, that's not how life works. So outside of work, you see it on a daily basis. So that's why I, I tend to go drinking when I go out into Blackpool, into the gay bars. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, because it's um, the northern capital. <laughs> um, and also it's a relaxed atmosphere. There's never any trouble. I know that I'm not going to face any drunk, leery people that want to have a pop. Work-wise, if I base it on now, no. Uh, in the past, I've had customers try to embarrass me at the counter. That were a good one. Oh, i um, to hear that. Oh, it's going back about 16, 17 years ago. Um, but he thought he was having a joke and a laugh with a lot. Because back then, the counter was full, 7.30 on a morning. A lot of people there. And we've been openly and out there from day one. Um, he decided to, at the top of his voice to say, hey, up, Helen, I think my missus is one of your lot. She's always going out with her best friend, ha, 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 and everybody's sniggering. I could see the looks. So I just, um, I came back with, have you looked in the mirror lately? So the laugh was on him. So probably not very good customer service, but that's how he handle it. Um, so, yeah, I have had that in the past not so much these days but in the past definitely how did that's obviously something that's that stayed with you uh, you know mm. an unpleasant experience um how did that make you feel at the time if you don't mind me asking well at the time obviously I wasn't very self-confident back then as well so it just again it knocks you but I think it makes you stronger in the end but it makes you feel absolutely terrible at the time like being bullied at school, I suppose, when you're outside, even as you don't expect to be bullied as an adult, and it's a form of bullying. So to make you angry as well. Um, don't want to be stereotypical and get really angry with men in the street, but 
Um, you have to hold it in. You have to rein yourself in. Um, as we say up north, you have to suck it up, buttercup, walk away and calm. <laughs> Do you think the, the person who said that, um, maybe if they'd known that actually a throwaway comment for, for them, the impact it would have had on you, uh, do you think if they'd given it a bit more thought of what they the impact? Do you think they were aware of the impact of what they might say? Probably not. Probably totally oblivious. Um, I think half of the people that met the throwaway comments, if they realised that comment was so hurtful, wouldn't say it because it's we're all guilty of that. I've made comments in the past that I thought were humorous and they weren't. I think we're all guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other half, you will never change their opinions. They have a rigid opinion, and no matter what anybody does, um, you'll never change their opinion. So it's just a case of things have changed so much that it gives me heart, if you know um, that things are changing for the better. And like I say, I'd love to be a teenager again right now. How liberating it would be. (laughs) Can I... um just um, ask as well just in case people might not be familiar with the term can you uh, explain uh, to your own opinion and knowledge what what you know uh, gender non-conforming expression what that what you mean by that what that looks like well it's an audio I'm gonna have to admit it's only a few months ago that I learned (laughs) I um I went on the um gender bread chat oh yeah yeah to um so there is a chat out there everybody um that you can look up i actually learned what cis male and cis female was because being um ripe old over 50 i did not know i'll be honest (laughs) they're pretty new terms yeah there's a lot a lot of people who who are not familiar yeah absolutely yeah so i thought i'd look it up and i will really i was you can ask my team in the office like yeah you know where i am now Hey, <laughs> I can relate. I know what all these terms are. So gender non-conforming, obviously I'm female. I'm happy to be female. Um, but I do not wear female gender type clothes. So I don't. I love working in toolwear because you get to wear trousers and boots. And <laughs> uh, when I go out, I don't wear makeup. Um, so I don't conform to them standard stereotypical gender ways um as a child i was mocked for being the tomboy um because i I walked manly apparently um according to everybody else so it's just not conforming to the standard rules it's like a man just wanting to wear a skirt or it's entirely up to them it's what you're comfortable in um for me, if you put makeup on me and a, and a dress, I think I'd look like Tootsie. Um, <laughs> and it'd be hilarious to see me try and walk in heels, I'll be absolutely <laughs> honest. Um, and from an early age, as a child, I had electrics. I built Lego. Um, I didn't have dolls. I didn't push a pram. An early memory, and my mum's confirmed it, at four-year-old, I screamed and padded when she put me in a skirt for a wedding. And she has the photos to prove how upset I was. And I look goddamn miserable. So even from an early age, I didn't want 
to wear them type of clothes or to be a girl, as my mum wanted me to be, to a shock and horror. It is an interesting thing that that um, how we all express ourselves. Um, gender expression can be completely separate to mm -hmm. all the other uh, areas, whether it's you know your your gender or your sexual orientation. How you express you as an individual is very personal, and um, it's a, a, a separate uh, entity in itself. It's uh, I, I agree with you. The gender-bred person chart is very helpful, and we do have some more information on that. I think in uh, on on Boost, there's a wee secret plug to my playlist there if anybody's <laughs> interested. Uh, thank you for that explainer, Helen. Is there anything you feel that Sangaban could do to maybe be more inclusive and support colleagues from diverse backgrounds better? I think they're going a lot of way to do that at the minute with the women's group. There's lots of groups across Yama. Um, that's up from, from having pets to um, I haven't even explored Yammer, to be honest, fully yet on the different groups. This goes a long way, the pride. I know we've seen a lot on religion and certain religious dates in the calendar being promoted on Sangabang. I think that's quite good. Highlighting special days across the year for different groups. I think it's a tough one in sort of the industry, the in the sector I work in, in builders, merchants and tool hire, because it has a traditional set or type of people which would go into that sort of work I don't know I think there's I see more women in tool hire now um, from when I started 18 years ago there's a lot more ladies in tool hire so I think that it is changing ever so slowly but it takes time for different groups to realize that hey I can do that job you know I don't have to be a 40-year-old male to work in a builder's merchant, which you, I think used to be the average age um, and gender of employees in tool life quite a few years ago. Finally, Helen, um, is there anything, if you were to pick one thing over the years that you've uh, learnt or experienced um, as part of the LGBTQ plus community? Is there, is there one thing that has helped you over the years that you can pinpoint? That's quite a big question. Oh, yeah, it's a big <laughs> one, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, no pressure. Um, I think what I've learnt over the last 20-odd years is to be true to yourself. Never give up. There's always someone out there that, that, that you can share your experience with. Um, and sound off at, they might not have the answers, but there's always people out there that you can talk to. But most of all, be proud of yourselves. Um, I stole a saying from um, a friend of mine who said, and it's nothing against the pride movement or anything like that, don't get me wrong, um, the marches, how it all started, and what, how far it's brought us, brilliant. Can't thank the people that did that. Um, but he once said to me, I've got pride. But I don't need gay pride because I don't have gay shame. And that's one thing I've learned. Never be ashamed of yourself. Have pride in yourself constantly. Thank you so much, 
uh, for your words today, Helen, for making the time to be with us. Uh, I hope lots of people listen. I've really enjoyed the conversation I've had with you and it's been very insightful uh, to hear your thoughts. So a big thank you from us. Uh, and I hope to speak to you again in the very near future. Yeah, you too. Thank you.